1: Two massive events. If there was one sporting event to challenge the Super Bowl by numbers, it would be India versus Australia. We only go to the best. Brad Sunderacin, yes, he suggested a three-day Test match. Which what happened, Brian? Three days. Yes. Mm. So then we went to America, where our man Doug Gottlieb, who is royalty on Radio Row, yeah, and we asked him for his Super Bowl tips. Well, tips. Here's what he said.
2: First touchdown I'll go with Jalen Hurts. Philadelphia always jumps oh, out early. Good. I think the the I think the the Chiefs win it. Um they're not the better team, but they have Pat Mahomes is a magician. He's mm. uh, he's incredible. You know, his he is best wide receiver, you know, they traded in the offseason cuz he wanted too much money and his you know, t- two of his top wide receivers are hurt, but he figures it out. Like he just finds a way. Uh, I think, you know, I, if I fall back and say, hey, best quarterback who's been here before figures it out against a better overall team, I would go with the Kansas City Chiefs. But the first touchdown, I'll say Jalen Hurts.
1: Yep. So early in the conversation, he said Patrick Mahomes, to get MVP, Brian. So our board has not stopped for days, nope. uh, two days since the Super Bowl. And uh, the parlay, same game parlay, they call it in the States, same game multi- in Australia, and the whole of Australia was on the back of the shoulders of our man, Doug Gottlieb, <laughs> and we needed the great man, Jalen Hurts, to score first. Here's what happened. This is a third and two inside
0: the four. Tenth play of the drive. Handoff, Kenneth Gainwell, straight ahead, touchdown. Philadelphia Eagles strike first on their opening drive. Well, they put a big den in it right there. Although, well, oh, no. have... so when that happened, mm. there was some groans around Australia, especially my punters club. You could hear it any, anywhere you were, couldn't you, yeah. Brian? But then, oh. then I heard a, a sound. What would you hear, Brian? Don't touch that dial. Yeah. Don't touch that Don't go anywhere. Yeah. Because then this happened. It is first down and goal. Let's
1: see if they try to push Jalen Hurts through. And they do. Touchdown, Philadelphia Eagles.
0: Thank you very much. $8 jump straight in the kick.
1: Exactly right. And as we said, Brian, sometimes the best gifts come badly wrapped. Uh, those who are on Kenneth Gamewell, bad luck, Chuck. And those on Jalen Hurts, which is 90% of Australia, you beauty. And our man Dougie leaves on the line. G'day, Doug.
2: G'day. How are you, you guys doing?
1: Going. How do you think we're going? We are going terrific. Those,
0: uh, you know, um, next time you
1: come to
2: so, Australia, so does, this mean, does this mean? when I come to Australia, I don't have to? I don't have to open my wallet. Nobody nope. else nope. is going to buy me a pint. I, I was going to
0: say I'm going to buy you as many Arnold Palmer's as you want.
1: <laughs> <laughs> twenty-eight to one, Ron. Mm. Twenty-eight to one for his same game parlay. Yep. We call it same game multi, which was Jalen Hurts to score first, the Chiefs to win the match, Patrick, you beautiful thing, Mahomes. Yep. To get the MVP, uh, well done, Doug. Well done. Uh, what's been the fallout?
2: Well, the, the only thing that uh, people are going back and forth about in the states is the Chiefs' final uh, field goal was set up by mm. a penalty, which uh, you know, by by letter of the law, was a penalty. But the way it works in the Super Bowl, and I don't know if there's a parallel to um to another event but basketball is probably the, the easiest parallel but even basketball they, they call fouls but it's a lot more physical in the playoffs in the nba so in the nfl in the super bowl it, as is tradition they don't call a lot of penalties they don't call a lot of penalties because i think 113 million americans watched right so on a normal weekend you're talking about 40 million americans watch so you know you got like 70 million people who don't watch football yeah so they don't want penalties because a lot of people they they were just watching to see rihanna you know mm-hmm. and and just because it you know everybody's betting on it so the most of the game you let penalties go end of the game they called a hold which was a hold but was it that dramatic a hold was it did it really change the game uh, that would be the only thing otherwise i think i think honestly my pregame prediction is what has kind of come to fruition is that Eagles are really good. Uh, put up a heck of a fight. Kind of dominated the first half and held on to the football um, despite a big turnover. And then, you know, Pat Mahomes, he had one incomplete pass in the second half. I mean, wow. it was complete domination. That doesn't usually happen. Uh, the only thing was the ending was a little bit of a dud because of that penalty. That's about it.
1: Now, I, I held a ticket for a decent collect, Brian and Doug, on the Bengals to win. And... Joe Burrow must think he was so close to getting it done. They were so close in the championship round. And I'm going to declare this, Gibbo. The Bengals, they'll win next year. I'm declaring that.
0: Oh, no, 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 no. Don't do that.
1: you know that sound, Doug? It's called the early crow. Do you have the early crow in America? What's the early crow? The early crow is when you declare something emphatically yeah. early. And typically in Australia, if you declare something, so for example, if you're watching a horse race, Brian, mm. and there's 300 metres to go, and around the bend they come, and Falante just takes off, and he takes off leading by two He's lengths. He's home.
0: He's home. He's home. He's home. Soon as that, I just did the early crow, then,
1: Doug, because yeah. what happens? Early is, crow. What
0: yeah. happens is, it runs second immediately. As Soon as you say it, you're not that. Yes. You're not. So if you're in a, in a pub mm. and someone stands up and declares it, that's called the early crow. Exactly. But so I, I l- think little little win okay, it. I got it. I see. I
2: learned. I learned something new. All I know is I have a. I have a I have a sheep a doodle half sheepdog, half poodle oh, yeah. and he likes every creature on earth except crows oh, hates crows that
0: makes that makes two that makes two animals H- he might have been a, be- a better or a so back so you're in calling
2: the, the, the Bengals well I mean like look I I mean if you if you watch American football you know Joe Burrow he just has this kind of cool yeah Joe cool kind of disposition never gets too high never gets too low I would agree with you they're going to be right there there's this group of young quarterbacks. And the Bengals obviously have one, the Bills have one, the Chiefs have one, the Chargers have one. And those are the guys and they're all kinda they're all big old six three, six to six five dudes who can all move and throw and they feel like that group is gonna be around for a while. And so I, I don't think the Bengals are a bad pick. They got a they got a stud team and you know, I, again I don't know how rugby is or Australian rules football is, but in America part of it is you have a salary cap and so when these quarterbacks are drafted the first four five years their their contract is is not you know it's like a big pie Mm. you know how much they can spend on all the players well the quarterbacks once they get to the second contract they're picking a big piece of pie Mm. you know and that's why those guys traditionally struggle pat mahomes his new contract kicks in next year, but it's one of the reasons that they had they lost Tyreek Hill because his contract is going up and up. His second contract is going up and up. So Joe Burrow is still under that rookie contract. He's oh. with a team that's known to be cheap. They're gonna give him. They're gonna give him a bunch of money, but it's gonna eventually hurt the rest of their roster. So next year is a window for him. Is a window for the Chargers because they're two teams that have star young quarterbacks. Still on that rookie deal,
1: yeah. Fletch, we copped the tip in Australia for this young kid, one hundred and fifty to one to win the Heisman, Joe Burrow, mm. and this is where he is now. The champions win championships, and he'll certainly win one.
0: So, Doug, how much pie uh, is Mahomes getting? If if we got a pie of one hundred percent, what's he um, getting?
2: His is a weird deal. I I got to go back and look, but it's like a it's like a fifteen year deal. It's something crazy. Oh. But basically, they they can they can manipulate a little bit. But if you looked at their roster, for example. Okay, they have a lot of rookies and younger players on their. Their running back's a seventh round pick. Defensive guys, so he's getting a big chunk of the pie. Mm. You know, I think his contracts in that he's in the like seven to ten of the highest paid guys in the NFL. But of the other ten, no, of the other nine, none of them went far in the playoffs. I mean, that's really the one of the stories of Tom Brady who just retired was he never took the most money. Yeah, he always took slightly less so that his team could always have talent around he could always have talent around it, knowing that the big payday is that when you win, then you get endorsements and then you get legacy. And by the way, he played for over twenty years. So yeah. he was never short on cash, you know. And, and he, his ex wife was a exactly. super Exactly, His <laughs>
0: ex wife's worth more yes. than him. Can I ask you this, Doug, over here in the newspapers, Jordan Milladis came out and said it you saw the receivers, it was like a water park out there and we're playing on grass. So he was alluding to the fact it was quite slippery out there. Did that yes. make, did that make the news over in the States?
2: it did so mm-hmm. i mean here's the kind of weird thing so i went to oklahoma state university oklahoma state is a huge agricultural school they actually developed that special turf that's like the most expensive golf turf in uh, in the world and they that's the first time <laughs> he's in the super bowl so that stadium um and then the the groundskeeper was actually from the chiefs he's a legend in the nfl he's 94 years old that was his last game that was supposed to be his psd resistance right but the stadium, so what they do is they grow the grass outside, okay and and it's on like a tray. and then they press a button and the tray rolls inside. Mm. But they've had all kinds of trouble with when they roll it inside. there's lots of moisture. In addition, it's not like it's not real deep- rooted grass. And so they've just had trouble with it, no matter who does it. But yes, it's there's a lot of uh, the the American term is egg on the face of the NFL because, Everybody was falling down. Well, Doug, everybody. I, Doug,
0: yeah. I'm having a look. I'm having a look at the – they've got photos here, and we can see – we call them studs. I think you guys call them sprigs underneath your boots. Cleats. Cleats. So over here yeah, in Australia when you're playing uh, rugby league and you, and it's a big game like that, we have a. we're allowed to get on the field the night before and for that very reason to see what sort of cleats, what size cleats you're allowed to wear. Do, do, do these guys not get a run previous to the Super Bowl? Because I'm looking at their cleats, and they're they're all playing in those rubber little ones. So why wouldn't they realize well,
2: they, that they, it's they all play rubber cleats? It's a question of the length of the cleats. I do believe they get a they get a bit of a walkthrough, but I don't think you really know until you start running running up and down. And supposedly the Eagles went and changed their cleats. The Chiefs had played on the say on the surface earlier in the year, but it wasn't the same surface. They played in the stadium but that's a brand new surface. Gotcha. So, you know, some people think it's the paint that they put down. I don't think that's what it is because they were slipping all over the field. Yeah. It was bad. I mean, there's just no way to, you know, but it's one of those that's bad for both teams. And, you know, I, I, I don't think I think it did take away from some of the play, but I don't think it, I mean, <laughs> there, there's nothing the chiefs did that they wouldn't, you'd think they wouldn't have been able to do if their cleats, you know, it it's like it's like a well footballs everybody has their own footballs but for for the field it's the same for both teams don't get me wrong it was a major major issue he's not wrong to point it out okay. um but it's been a problem in that stadium and it was it was a problem for both teams
1: now Doug we have this underground following in the states and i don't know how they found us and there are some expats part of that and i do apologize on behalf of my colleague here who i just couldn't believe this straight after the super bowl he had the hide, the temerity, the audacity, the sheer shame. When Rihanna came out to broadcast her talents, Brian, you were scathing in your appraisal. Well,
0: I, I wasn't – I'm not scathing – I wasn't scathing. Actually, I was, Doug. I thought that She's she needed – pregnant. Yeah, I, I know that. She but, mailed it in. Yeah. She, what I'm saying, she needed she some help. She mailed it in. 100%. She needed some help. I know Jay-Z was in, in the um, stadium. Mm. He found <laughs> Rihanna. He has also played on some of her albums – I understand she's 6 months pregnant. She yeah. can't get around like she used to. But what about helping helping, you're a, blaming helping
2: a girl helping out? No, listen, I'm I'm with you guys. I mean, mm. here's the thing. You'll Thanks. get people on social media who act like, you know, you're a bad human being for pointing out that she didn't do anything, you know, except for me. lip-sync her songs. That now, now look, the presentation, <laughs> the the overall all the da- the dancers are great. Yes. The stage and the floating above the air like that thing was cool. Don't get me wrong, okay? All that stuff was awesome. But I mean, look, she's a tremendous performer and she's pregnant. So there's really only one of only two solutions that she should have chosen that she did not. One is just go, hey, look, even if it's even if I mean, when you accept to be the Super Bowl performers before, like likely before she was pregnant. Right. And just you just go, hey, look, I I can't do it. (laughs) You know, I'm pregnant. I just I don't I can't be the best version of myself. The other option would have been to have help. You yes. know, I mean, uh, Kanye, she's obviously, obviously not going to bring Kanye out. Nah, that would have gone. gone over like a lead balloon. <laughs> right? But, like, <laughs> but Jay-Z, go. like pick another artist who, because, yep. and usually they collab on these things. Yeah. Mm. And so I don't know why she didn't have anybody help her. And again, like, I'm with you. Like, it's not anybody who, you, which, if you get on social media in America, they'll say, oh, she was incredible. Best show ever. Like no, it wasn't. Like Bruno Mars <laughs> is better. Uh, yes. Beyoncé, you know. Red Hot Chili Peppers. They're better. Red Hot Chili Peppers were phenomenal. Just, a prince is the Prince was the absolute best. Prince, right? And and look, she would have been great. Her song catalog is awesome. Her background dancers are incredible. The stage, the setup, all that stuff. But she clearly either wasn't into it or didn't feel comfortable moving around. Mm. It's not anything against pregnant women.
0: No, you know? no, no. I've got nothing against pregnant women. I love pregnant women. Uh, I've got the, something for you, Brian. What about the Justin Timberlake? We should have done that.
1: No, have... what about <laughs> Bruno Mars, uh, AKA, I sh- I sh- a.k.a. Peter Hernandez? Yeah. Uh, that was his original name. Now, he wanted to get away from that because they were pigeonholing him into being a Latino singer. Yeah. So his dad loved the wrestling, hence uh, Bruno was a, a big fighter yes. back in the day. And he looked up to the sky and he thought, Mars, Bruno Mars. That's how it came about. One last question for you, Doug. Crapster. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Gibbo. One last question
2: <laughs> for you, good. Doug. That was good. Ra- that was some random stuff like that. I got that. <laughs> That's <was>
1: great. <laughs> Bruno Mars. Uh, now, one last question for you, and there's two in one. Uh, what we like to do here, unashamedly in Australia, somebody who's going really good, we jump straight on the bandwagon, Alexander Volkanovsky. He's Australian. And uh, I hope you saw some of his fight. It was unbelievable. Going down and uh, loses his pound for pound best in the world. However, the next person is so Russell Crowe, he's a Kiwi we claim as Australian. Pavlova Lamington, Farlap list goes on. But sometimes we give him back. How's that New Zealander Ben Simmons going over there, Doug? Ben Simmons? Yeah. He stinks. Yeah, I know. <laughs> he, he was Australian, but we've given him to New Zealand.
2: No, What's going listen, on? I, I mean, I mean, I I can't believe he didn't play and I don't know if the national team really wanted him, but he, he should. I mean, that was the perfect example of a dude who doesn't get it Mm -hmm. like Olympic summer. He should have been with them, you know, because he would have re you know, remembered how to truly play basketball. And I think they would have helped his confidence in his shooting. No, I mean, I think you get to a point and look, I mean, just really short story. Like my career, I did not play in the NBA. And the biggest reason was I lost all my confidence in my shooting. You you get you get to a point where you either admit you got a problem, and you need help, and you got to figure it out, or we kind of lost you. Yep. And I feel like we lost him. Like he has no no one wants him in the NBA. They they wanted to trade him, they just couldn't find any takers. I mean he won't shoot layups. Mm. It's crazy. Uh, so yeah, I mean he's the he's the Russell Crowe I guess of of the NBA. stock. <laughs> Stock, stock Russell, way this to the program. Be careful, Doug. Um, there you stock
1: go. Hey, Doug, what's on for the rest
2: of the week? Uh, I got to fly actually to Chicago tonight. I'm taking a red eye. What do they call red eye in Australia? Yeah, red eye?
0: Yeah. Red eye. It's red eye. Red or, eye is red eye? Or tight ass fare. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Tight ass fare. means you don't like spending your tight money. Tight ass fare? Yeah. yeah, tight ass fare.
2: Oh. No, it's not a tight ass fare. It's just I just I hate wasting time. Yeah. And I can sleep anywhere. So, uh, I got I'm doing a col- college basketball is big this week and starts to be a bigger time, but the NBA all-star games this weekend, I hate an NBA all-star game. It's the antithesis of real basketball, but some people dig it. And, um, I guess, I, I think that one's going on in Salt Lake city. That's the juxtaposition of the NBA all-star game coming in on Salt Lake city is pretty remarkable. That's going to be, that'll be an interesting scene. Doug
1: Gottlieb, Fox Sports Radio. Uh, we got you at late notice, and you're so obliging. We appreciate it, mate. All the best, Doug, and we'll catch you soon.
2: Anytime, guys. Thanks, uh, Doug. What a
1: champion, uh, Dougie Good Gottlieb. On.